Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. It's Lindy here. Oh, I can't believe we're halfway into January. Yeah, it's January 17th on the day I'm recording this podcast. Yeah, 2024. And it was snowing outside here this morning. And I can hear the sounds of my partner outside. He's on the tractor and he's clearing off the driveway. So you might hear a tractor a little bit in the background here. Oh, well, that's life. Uh, I got to keep podcasting and he's going to keep on clearing the snow. And when I'm done this, I'm going to go out and give him a hand. Now, that's not a sound that I hear very often where we live. You know, if it's a snowy day here today, that means the kids are going to stay home and the school buses aren't running. When I first moved here, I laughed about that because I grew up in the Yukon. We went to school when it was 40 below zero and the only difference for us was we were allowed to stay in at recess. Yeah, we still went to school. So I was a bit cheeky when I first moved to Vancouver Island because I'd never lived in a coastal climate before and I was not experienced with this kind of snow. Well, after the first snow day when I couldn't get my car through the sticky snow, I was humbled. And it was a reminder that we often need to experience something before we can truly understand it. Life is full of lessons, and it's through tenacity and perseverance that we push ahead and make positive changes. Sometimes we reach roadblocks or stumbling blocks, and we have to reach deep down into our inner strength to work through those challenges. Mind over matter. I used that term with a friend last week. She has a bit of anxiety and was headed to a medical appointment that was causing her a lot of anguish ahead of time. Oh yeah, I can get anxiety, but medical appointments have rarely frightened me. I felt bad for her. We can't help it when something causes fear. I talked to her about how I used to convince myself mind over matter when I was trying to push through barriers at the gym years ago. In fact, I've used mind over matter as an inner push on multiple occasions for many years. She giggled and said that just before I had brought it up, she'd been thinking the exact same thing. And it's not often that I hear that saying, you know, mind over matter, but it is one that has served me well over the years. Mind over matter is also something I had to reintroduce myself to recently when I made the decision to cut back on electronics. If you've been following my podcast, you'll recall that last October I almost stopped podcasting. The good part of the issue at the time was overload with time and time management, just too many things going on, and I can honestly say that spending too much time on electronics was not healthy for me. I discovered that the more I was on electronics, the more I fell behind on everything I needed to do in my personal life, and it was affecting my home life and my life with my friends. I was able to pull back and find balance, but I still have to do mind over matter to keep focused and avoid that slippery slope of too much time online. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you knew that you'd have to talk yourself through something? I go back to my friend who was so terrified to have that IV hooked up to her arm. Even though people get IV medication all the time, there was just something about it that was setting her off. And it doesn't make her wimpy or a scaredy cat. Gosh, not at all. She's brave. 
but it means she's a real human with real fears, and for her, she needed different supports than I may need to have the same procedure. She did work through it, because reality is she needed that IV for her own physical well-being, and with mind over matter, she made it happen. Many years ago, I lost someone very close to me in a horrific accident. No one plans to be a widow at 21 years of age. I used to go to the gym every day after work to help relieve my stress and frustrations. Somehow, as I pushed forward, it gave me new goals, and I began to pack those 45-pound plates on the incline leg press. The more I allowed my mind to dictate my energy, the more plates I added on. Sometimes people would stop and watch me push because I was pushing a pretty heavy load and I would just block everything else out around me and I just kept thinking, mind over matter, mind over matter, I can do this. That was then. Now I got to listen to my body because if I go mind over matter and push too hard, chances are I'm going to mess up that hip that's given me grief and at my age, it's just not worth it. But you know, the lesson is, is that when it's mind over matter, it's good to have it, but within reason knowing when to push, and knowing when to stop. All of this made me think about addictions. I mean, Last week, I put a poll out on my Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast page, and I asked if people thought you could see an addict simply by looking at them. 57% of the respondents said, no, addictions come in many forms. 42% said it depends on what the addiction is. I think both are right, and addictions do come in many forms, and some addictions are more silent than others. In the end, they all speak loudly if they cause us harm. Addictions can be a whole other podcast, so I'm only going to delve into it a little bit today. When you hear the word addiction, though, what what vision does come to your mind? Do you think of someone who's jamming a needle in their arm, they're falling down drunk and they're out of control? Or do you have another image that may be influenced by your own personal experience? There are lots of addictions, and sometimes a simple use of mind over matter may have helped to avoid the pitfalls of mental or physiological dependence at the start. But for some people, the addiction started with something well beyond their control, such as prescribed medications for pain, and then life began to spiral out of control. That's really tough. Addictions are really tough, and there are so many. Let's take gambling, for example. yeah, I like to play slots and I have fun at the casino, but I recognize it's a treat and it cannot be something that forms part of my everyday life. Gosh, no. I overheard a conversation with a gentleman one time and I was sitting in a casino and uh, he was talking to the lady next to me and it sounded like he was preparing for a house move. So as he was chatting to the lady beside me, he told me that he'd taken on a job in another province and he was going to be moving in a couple of days. He said to the lady, I guess I'm a regular you're not going to see anymore. She asked him where he was staying, and from where he described, it was evident to me that he was homeless. He told me the rents were too high and he had to live in his vehicle. Yet I noticed $20 bill after $20 bill going into the slot machine, and he had no money for rent. It simply saddened me. I mean, gambling is now accessible online, and so depending where you live, uh, casinos can be at your fingertips 24-7 if you're online. Everything has to be in moderation, and going back to technology, the new way of doing things is making so many temptations that much easier to access. Eating can be an addiction, and this is really tough. Uh, let's, let's just imagine that you've had breakfast. You're not hungry, but the moment you have two minutes to spare, you can't stop thinking about the cookies in the cupboard. 
You can't work without the cookies on your desk, in your desk, and basically you eat all day. You have a bad day. Perhaps you have some upsetting things happening in your world, and the cookies are a self-soothing comfort. Oh yeah, you justify it, because you know the cookies are going to make you feel better. But meanwhile, your doctor's told you that your weight's putting you at risk for health problems, and you keep buying bigger pants every few months, but you just can't stop putting more cookies in your mouth. Well, you can, but it might take some help to get through that addiction. Perhaps you need the help of a dietitian, or in some cases counseling or therapy to get to the root of why you need that comfort food. Sometimes you just have to have willpower, and when you find you simply can't and it's getting out of control, it is a good idea to reach out for help. Electronics can be addicting, and nowadays children are exposed to electronics at such a young age. Guess what? Addiction to electronics can happen at any age, and yep, even this old gal found herself spending way too much time on electronics this past year, and that's why I'm making changes. It happens so easily. Here's an example. I wanted to make a beef stew, so I grabbed my tablet and I started looking up recipes for beef stew. Oh, and then an ad popped up for pressure cookers, and I've always wanted to get a pressure cooker, so I got sidetracked and I clicked on the pressure cooker ad. I read all the features, and then soon I was looking at the manuals and recipes for slow cookers and pressure cookers. Oh, and time to stop and get back to the recipe. So I navigated my way back, and then a message pops up on my screen. Oh, I think I'll answer that message. And when I return to the recipe, another ad pops up, and I've decided to click on that one, too. Oh, boy. Bad move. Now I've strayed again, and the three minutes it should have taken me to find that beef stew recipe is now 25 minutes later, and I've accomplished nothing other than convincing myself I'd really like to get one of those pressure cookers. If I just picked up my good old Betty Crocker cookbook, I would have found the perfect beef stew recipe in it in just a few minutes, right at my fingertips. So this is a very small example of, you know, how it starts. But honestly, there are so many options that we have when we're online. And there's so much that you can learn. And it's not all bad, but it's not all good if you allow it to take away your time with family, friends, exercise, socializing, and engaging in quality time with people you care about. I was headed that way this last year. But in my case, I was lucky because I recognized it. And I'm using mind over matter to cut back on how much time I spend online. Not everybody can do that, especially if it goes too far. And that's when the toolbox needs to include some external help as well as mind over matter. Spending can be an addiction. Some people say credit cards are the problem, but really the credit card is just a tool to enable a habit. Online shopping has taken the ability to boutique browse 24-7. Yeah, when I was growing up, we had a few clothing shops and the Eaton's and the Sears catalogs. But now you can just log on, find any site, click and shop, click and shop, click and shop. Hold on. Just like the old days, you still got to pay for it. I mean, in the 1980s, when I had a Sears account, I still had to pay that bill at the end of the month. In 2024, my credit card bill will still arrive, so whether I'm catalog shopping, storefront shopping, or online shopping, I still have to deal with the aftermath of spending. If my shopping habit means I can't pay my rent, or I'm buying the latest and greatest gadgets when my hydro bill's outstanding, then that would point to a possible spending addiction. I'm not perfect in my efforts to get away from electronics. Part of the struggle for me is I took on so many things that depend on being on social media. My podcast is one of them, and I've had lots of people tell me that I need to be more on social platforms, do daily reels, promote myself more, and honestly, 
I just can't do it. I simply can't. I'm about to axe a couple of social platforms, and I know it's not going to help my podcast, but it will help me personally. I'll spend less time online, and I'm going to find more time for activities that help bring balance to my life. I had a visit with my grandkids this past weekend, and it helped put so much into perspective for me. They live over 2,000 kilometers away from me, and this time's pretty special. These cute little kids are only going to be this size once. If I'm too busy to spend time with them, we're all going to miss out on some really great times. By putting my tablet down at night, it opens up the door to so much more communication and engagement with my partner. So, why can't I get anything done in a day? Technology's hitting us in so many ways. Cell phones, yeah, those handy little rectangular gadgets that control our lives. We hear about it time and time again. The families and the couples sitting in a restaurant and everyone's on their phones and no one's speaking. At the end of the day, we wonder why we feel like we're growing apart. Do we have to phone each other while we're looking at each other to communicate? Hello? Hello? (laughs) I put my cell phone down. Do I feel my heart rate rising because I'm anxious and I feel that urge to just check it one more time? Yes, technology addictions come in many forms. Oh, I love technology. For the most part, technology has allowed me to connect with my family from thousands of kilometers away. Technology has allowed me to learn new skills at the touch of a button. Yes, I can access thousands of courses and tutorials and keep learning, but I can also mindlessly scroll and see the ongoing posts of people who feel a need to give a daily update on what they ate, what kind of shampoo they used, who they visited, what trail they walked on, pretty much right down to when they took a last poop. Okay, that's a little exaggeration, but honestly, it's just too much. The addiction to technology can lead some really good people into that world of look at me, look at me-itis. And it doesn't even mean that that person is necessarily vain. They may simply have an addiction to technology and they don't realize what it's doing to them or to their own persona. This old podcaster is simply going to do what I intended to do, and that is record positive and thought-provoking podcasts. Anything else? Well, if I get to the social, I get to it. And if I don't, I don't. Mind over matter, mind over matter. Do you have something you want to cut back on? Is the urge to shop coming a bit too often? Is that vodka bottle draining a bit too much and the pocketbook is empty because cigarettes cost way too much these days? Mind over matter, mind over matter. Do your best, but if the desire to continue an unhealthy habit feels out of control, don't be afraid to reach out for help. Surround yourself with people who will support you not only verbally, but through their own actions. If you see someone struggling beside you, remember they are human. Most people don't choose addiction, it chooses them. No matter what, if you're wanting to make a change, talk yourself into it and not out of it. Tell yourself you're worthy. Tell yourself you can do it. Tell yourself that getting a little help is not about failure, it's about triumph. If you have a slip, don't give up. A slip-up is not a ticket to stop trying. It's a slip-up, and all the more motivation to try a little harder. Once again, know that you're worth it to kick that addiction in the butt. You can do it. Mind over matter, mind over matter. All right, that's it. I better run. I need to go outside and help with a bit of that shoveling. (laughs) Mind over matter, mind over matter. 
going to go grab the shovel. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed my podcast today. If you did enjoy it, um, please do share it on your social media networks. I'd really appreciate it. And just a quick reminder, too, if you're listening on any podcast app and you've enjoyed this episode, please, I always do appreciate it when you give me a great review online. I'm not trying to build myself up, but it sure does help the podcast. Uh, if I get a few positive reviews out there, I am just a little old hobby podcaster behind the scenes here, hoping somehow that some of these words help make a difference in the lives of others. All right, got to go. Have a great week, everybody. And do remember what I always say. Smiles come in all languages and in all colors. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. <laughs> Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.